Coworkers, welcome back to another episode of Coworking, the podcast that brings you the conversations you're currently missing from your workplace. You know, Bianca, I was thinking uh, we should get back into some of these questions that I use uh, with the people that I manage, just to get them know, get to know them a little bit better. Um, and another one of my favorites, I realize this, is uh, just to ask people about the first job they ever had. Mm. And I always have to, I always have to qualify it because a lot of people had a job at some point as a child where they, they got money from their parents. Maybe it was mowing oh, sure. yard, babysitting, uh, doing your chores. Mm-hmm. I actually got paid to do my chores for a little while. It was, was kind of nice. Uh, but no, when I think of first job, I think of your income was reported to the government. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And maybe maybe you found out about taxes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then you and you wondered, uh, you know, what is what is FICA or FICA, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Who's FICA and yeah. why are they getting some of my money? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I assume most people had a first job like this. Mm-hmm. You know, probably in high school maybe shortly after high school. Yeah. I would kind of like to meet a person that is our age that has literally never had a job <laughs> where their income gets reported to the government. Oh, Because I think they would have an interesting story too. Absolutely. I'd listen to a whole podcast series about that person. Like, what are, what, what are you doing? How? Tell me. I want they, to know. They might not be doing anything. They might be a Billy <laughs> Madison situation. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yep. Fair point. Fair point. When you brought up chores, um, I think we got an allowance for doing chores growing up. I feel like it was also short lived. And then at some point, (laughs) uh, my sister and I lived with our, our grandmother for a little bit. And I remember what we used to do is like there were a set, uh, number of chores that you had to do after dinner. And it was like washing the dishes, drying and then someone had to take out the garbage um and i remember my sister and i would actually play jeopardy in and in whoever got a better score would ha- would get to pick which chore they got to do <laughs> erica will fact check me if something about that is wrong but i distinctly remember it because we loved playing jeopardy as kids so that's how we decided like when it, it that's the first thing that came to my mind when you said like oh yeah not not when you're doing chores like that's not a government reported Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so bianca what was your first government reported my very first government reported job um was when i was a freshman in college um i remember um i was in high school and i wanted so badly to get a job because there was just something so exciting about when my friends was like my, my friends were like yeah, I can't do this because I have to work. And I was like, oh my God, you have a job. <laughs> like, that's incredible. Like you had, you had spending money. That was, inc- that was just phenomenal. And they were probably just cart corralers at the, yeah. the local grocery store. Shenatry's was the local grocery store near me. Um, and there were a lot of people in my high school that had jobs at Shenatry's. And I was, I just thought that was the coolest thing in the entire world. But, um, uh, my family was like, no, you need to focus on school. Mm. Um, like you, you shouldn't get a job. We're not going to let you get a job. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I went to college <laughs> and I was like, oh, I could get a job working at the admissions office. So, um, what I did was um, I applied to be a tour guide for prospective students and okay. I made $10 an hour Ooh. and it was the first place where I realized that you had to give a lot of evidence of who you were. Like I learned <laughs> what um, I learned what all of the federal forms were to fill out because I was like, I don't understand most of the words on this form. 
Like I have to have, I have to have a passport or I have to have a combination of these two things. I don't even (laughs) know if I have these two things. Did I bring them with me to college? I don't know if I had to have my family send me any documentation of who I was, but yeah, I, uh, I remember I would give, I think it was like an hour long tour. Maybe it was like half hour to an hour long tour of prospective students who wanted to go to my college. And I walked backwards. I got so good at walking backwards. (laughs) It was already like a physical experience going to college because you had to walk to classes but I chose to walk even more. Um, and I remember I found out about this job because there was a person in my acapella group who was also a tour guide. And he was like, hey, this is a great way to earn some extra money. You should totally do this. Like, you, all you have to do is memorize facts about the university. You have to tell people, like, what it's like to be a student. Show them um, a sample dorm and then, like, answer any questions that you might have, and you bring them right back to the admissions building. And I was like, this sounds great. I could totally do this. That does sound pretty uh, easy. It was great. It was so wonderful. And I did it um, my freshman year and my sophomore year, all the way up until I got mono. And that's when I had mm. to stop because uh, I couldn't walk 10 feet without being exhausted when I got mono. Oh, woof. That was terrible. But yeah, I was a tour guide for my university, and that was my very first job. Uh, you know, the mono thing is interesting. I had to stop a job once because I got mono. It really? was a summer job. Yeah. It wasn't my first oh. job. It wasn't even my second job. I think yeah. technically it'd be my third job. Uh, yeah, I was working at a factory one summer in between school years at college, mm-hmm. and I got mono toward the end of the year. And I had to stand for this job and I couldn't do it. So I ended up, uh, I, yeah, I couldn't work my neck. The, uh, yeah. the, the gland in my neck got really big. Mm. You just look like a fancier Frankenstein. Yeah. Uh, but back to your first job. Yeah. Uh, how many hours did you get out of that? Like how, how often were they doing the tours? Uh, I think I probably gave, I don't know, three to five tours a week. So if it, if they all took like an hour, you know, that was 30 to 50 bucks before taxes in my pocket. <laughs> how, do you remember how big your first paycheck was? I don't. I remember, um, oh, this is going to sound really weird. I was just figuring out what a debit card was. Okay. And uh of course I put everything uh all of my paychecks went straight into my checking account. And then uh, so I was a freshman in college in 2006 and I think that's when it was just starting uh just starting to be popular to start buying stuff online. Okay. And there was something about my debit card where it wouldn't let me buy stuff online. And I was like, (laughs) but I want this sweater or like, I need these pair of jeans. It's like a safety Um, debit card. Yes. It was, it was so weird. I think now debit cards kind of also act as credit cards. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't totally know what I'm talking about. All I know is because I was using a debit card, American Eagle would not take (laughs) my money. And I remember that so clearly. But I, I think it might have been because I got paid every other week. I think I made like 80 bucks my first paycheck. And I was like, I'm the richest woman in the world. Yeah. It was incredible. Like, what am I going to do with all this money? Yeah. I probably bought Gatorade or like trail mix or something. You didn't like cash it out as ones and fives and make it rain. <laughs> Just just roll in it like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> yeah, no. I should have, looking back. That it was a missed opportunity. <laughs> just get a billion nickels. Just yeah. look at it all in pennies. Yeah. Uh do you have any good stories from tours? Did you did you ever make stuff up? I I didn't make stuff up 
like to be deceptive. <laughs> um, I also I gotta tell you, I don't think I ever took a class on the history of my university. I think what I did was you had to shadow someone okay. the first couple times, and then you could do it on your own. And I remember I took some of the factoids from the different people that I shadowed and like mm -hmm. put my own butter on it and just like <laughs> made it my own kind of guide. Um, I would probably exaggerate things about like how many students could or should fit in this particular <laughs> lecture hall. But I don't I don't remember like lying specifically or making up facts. I just remember um like trying to get through or like uh pretending that I had a particularly good time in some of these buildings that I had never been in because some of them were like this is an engineering building and I was not an engineering student. <laughs> yeah. Did anybody ever shadow you? Yeah, I had a couple people. So there so was, now there were always there were always people graduating out and then new yeah. people coming in. So now I'm imagining that one student ever took a class to learn facts and it's been one long <laughs> game of telephone <laughs> where, where these students, they just learn some things yes. from somebody that they're shadowing, put their own spin on it and then teach yep. that to the next generation of tour guides. I do remember there was one <laughs> point where I couldn't remember someone's name. So there's a hall that we take people through and it's, it has notable alumni, right? And one of the alumni is actually Jack Swigert, who was on um, the Apollo 13 mission. Okay. And I could not remember his name. So all I said was, the man who is portrayed by Kevin Bacon in the movie Apollo 13. Because <laughs> that's all I could remember. I could not remember his actual name. <laughs> that's funny. Yep. Can you remember any of the people that went on a tour? I could not tell you anyone who went on a tour. I probably <laughs> had some people that went on a tour and then later they were like, hey, you gave me a tour. But I could not tell you specifically who some of those people are. Um, I will say it was always entertaining whenever we did like the dorm tour. We would find out before we left which dorm we were going to go in because you had to okay. clear it with people. Um, Cause it was actually like a live dorm. It wasn't just like, mm -hmm. sometimes if we couldn't get anyone, we would have just like an empty space that was set up to look like people lived in it, but we didn't like to use that one. <laughs> yeah. So we would like actually use people who lived on the first floor of one of the dorms. Um, and some of the dorms were nicer than others. So, uh, but it was always funny to see like, students scurry be like oh, there's a tour there's a tour coming through okay <laughs> and like scurry back into their rooms you didn't want to be like up to no good when somebody's parents were oh, rolling yeah. through no uh crazy helicopter parents you know i didn't deal with a lot i ended up uh working for residence life later on um i just i don't know really loved is. oh um so we had uh like being an RA or mm -hmm. um, uh, we had learning assistants in LA and I was in LA and residence okay. life was like the umbrella that took care of like taught oh, okay. how to be a resident assistant or a resident director or whatever. How long did you do the tour guide thing? Uh, I would say it was probably about a year and a half until I got mono. Okay. That's, that's a decent run. And that included, uh, did that include over the summer? Like, did the, was school in session over the summer? Uh, it was not in session over the summer. They had, uh, they had people give tours, but I didn't give tours in the summer because I ended up going back home for the oh, summer. okay. Okay. Nice. Yeah, so if you had, like, an internship or something, you were off campus. Did you file your taxes yourself? Absolutely not. Oh, <laughs> that's a hard no. I didn't know how to file my taxes until, I want to say, junior year of college. And I remember this so distinctly. Um, I, I don't know 
how much overlap there actually was. But I remember when um, the housing market bubble burst oh, yeah. in 2008. Yep. Um, that was the first year that I was going to do my taxes on my own. Um, <laughs> and I remember that so distinctly because I remember like that's all the news that would play in the student union with like the, the room that had all the TVs that you could just sit and watch and like mm-hmm. eat lunch or whatever. Uh, and I remember just being like, Oh, I could probably Google this. And I, th- I'm pretty sure TurboTax was a thing at the time. Yep, and I'm yep. pretty sure that's what I used when I first filed my taxes in 2008. And I yeah, had I... very little clue what I was doing. I don't think, I'm not sure I filed my own taxes for any of my jobs until after college. Mm-hmm. I think my dad was doing it for me. Yeah. And I don't think yeah. I ever actually made enough money that I was really paying anything. Right. And the jobs I had in high school, it might've been just low enough that I didn't actually have to file anything. I don't know. I guess I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All I know is I put my home address on the form, they sent my W-2 to my home, uh, and I never saw it. I just, <laughs> it just magically got filed. Somewhere yep. the, the tax gnomes taking yep. care of it all. Yep. Step one, get your papers. Step two, question mark. Step three, profit. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yep. That was it. So no other fun, crazy stories from giving tours? Uh, I stepped in a lot of puddles unknowingly from (laughs) walking backwards, I'll tell you. Did you ever trip and uh, fall into a musical instrument? Uh, I did not accomplish that until later in my lifetime. Okay. (laughs) Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I started out strong and then progressively got worse with my balance uh, as I got older. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, no, I don't remember anything, like, distinct other than um, stepping in a lot of puddles, having to answer a lot of the same questions over and over and over. Mm. Um, Yeah, I I loved it, though. I I really enjoyed it. I got to be outside. Um, Even in the winter, it was fun. We went to school on top of a hill, and it had a lot of wind rolling through. So I used to wear um, running tights underneath my jeans to like cut down on the wind burn that Mm -hmm, I would get mm -hmm. sometimes walking to class. Uh, Yeah. I loved, I loved that job. And I was really bummed when I couldn't do it anymore because I got mono. Uh, I mean, I got to say in the realm of first jobs, that is like the white collar first job. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, I went directly to third base. (laughs) Like there was no, yeah, it was great. $10 an hour too. That's. It was wild. I mean, granted you weren't getting that many hours, but still $10 an hour. It's pretty good. Oh, it was great. Yeah. If a, if a tour was an hour long, I instantly made $10. And because I had no idea what taxes were. (laughs) <laughs> yep well, let me tell good. you about my first job i am so ready it's a little bit different of an experience <laughs> uh so i was i was definitely 14 mm-hmm. when i was approached by the owner of a restaurant uh because he went to the same church as us got it and, and he was like hey i need to hire a dishwasher for the summer are you interested i was like I, you know, I had that thought that you had that, hey, a job while in high school is cool right? and I'll have money. Yes. And so I was like, yeah, I'll do it. And I turned, uh, I'm pretty sure I turned 15 before I started, but still like I was less than 16. So I couldn't even drive myself to this place. My, my dad would have to take me. (laughs) It wasn't very far away, but he'd have to take me and also pick me up. Um, But my dad had prepped me. I don't remember what child labor laws were like then. (laughs) <laughs> but he, my dad said, you're probably going to get less than minimum wage. Sure. And minimum wage was like five 
75, maybe even a little less than that at the time. Woof. And, and so I was, I was prepping myself for something like four bucks an hour. Yeah. And I get there and it's five seventy five, the minimum wage. Yes. <laughs> so, so there was get a victory it. right away, right yep. away. Uh, and so then I'm learning how to be a dishwasher at this place. The, uh, the guy that trained me, uh, I don't really know how to describe him. Uh, he, he asked me what my grades were like and I was like, I, I get A's. He's like, well, yeah. it's probably going to be B's and C's now. <laughs> I was like, what? I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm just being a dishwasher for the summer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what? yeah, he, he, he's a real weird guy. Strange guy. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's an adult man that, uh, he's probably been through 30 different jobs in this small town Sure. and he's just currently on dishwasher at the local restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, but some aspects of being the dishwasher was kind of cool. You know, we had the industrial, uh, dishwashing machine. Oh. And so it's, it was basically, uh, there's a system of metal rails and I would put dishes on the, into this special tray, slide it into this dishwasher, uh, pull down the door. It would automatically start running. It only runs for like a minute or two and then it's done you lift the door up you slide it out and it's all incredibly hot and you have oh, to sure. let it sit for like i don't know 10 minutes or something before you can actually uh Yikes. go put it away and uh i had the fancy like overhead sprayer to spray oh, things down i was going to ask you like that is uh i feel it feels a little strong to say like that's a dream of mine to use that <laughs> but it's the coolest thing that i think is in a kitchen yeah. So, you know, really thinking about it now, if you could just spend like 20 minutes in the kitchen to use those things, yeah. then you're good for life. You really Absolutely. don't need to, to use them again. And, uh, you know, any more than that, it just becomes a chore. <laughs> sure. Uh, but this job, it did have some perks. Yeah. Uh, I got all of the free uh, pop that I wanted. And so in high school, I was kind of a Mountain Dew fiend. Mm -hmm. I drank a lot of Mountain Dew. Hopped at up this on job. Mountain Dew. Yeah, I was <laughs> hocked up on Mountain Dew. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I remember my first paycheck was also about $80. Love it. And I also thought, this is amazing. Yep. And my second paycheck was like $120. And 15-year-old me was like, what am I going to do with all this cash? Yeah. I actually don't remember what I did with most of it. I think I bought a lot of stuff off of eBay at the time. Nice. Solid play. Because uh, back then I was actually sending money orders <laughs> to people for things off of eBay. At 15, you knew how to send a money order? Yeah. I actually... Um, actually, okay, so I'm remembering now. This was the summer after my freshman year of high school. Yeah. That's when I turned 15. And that's when I started buying things off of eBay. Because my eBay account says I've been a member since 99. That's incredible. Uh, I don't remember a lot of the things that I did buy. It would be just like the random things <laughs> that any any high school boy would like see at a mall and be like, mm. oh, I want that. Yeah, I want <laughs> and now i had money so i could you know have my friend drive me to the grocery store to get a money order that's incredible and then i and then i would mail that i don't think i sent a money order until i was at least 28 29 years old <laughs> now yeah. i haven't done anything with money orders since then sure because you know once you get a credit card you just don't need a money order. Yep. Uh, and now with something like Venmo, I, you know, I don't even know where you get a money order. Right. Because I mean, you can go to a bank, but I think then they call it a cashier's check. It's just fancier. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you, I did one at a Walmart once. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember why I needed it. Oh, maybe I was paying a parking ticket and I needed a money order for it. I think that might've been what it was. So another perk at this job is uh so i 
I actually can't remember the name of this restaurant. I was, I was talking to Steph earlier. That's like, she's like, you know, I feel like when you told me about it, it had like wheel in the name or maybe table. Like that doesn't ring any bells. Those I think you're just thinking of, nouns too. of other, <laughs> other restaurants in your life. <laughs> Cause I, I don't think that was this one. And it, and it wasn't like a chain or anything. It was just a local guy that, uh, sure. that ran it and it doesn't exist anymore. Like it went Aww. under, uh, sometime when i was in college i think bummer uh i'm you know i'm not losing sleep over it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but it was like your typical uh american try to be a steakhouse but mostly burgers and fajitas type of place sure uh and they always had a prime rib and one of the cooks he would always be nice and he would just like i mean he wasn't allowed to do this. He would just mm-hmm. do it. He would shave off these tiny slivers of prime rib and then he'd come bring me some and, you know, I'd get little pieces of prime rib. That's so great. So, I mean, that was a perk. Uh, I was supposed to get a discount if I went to the restaurant. And so yeah. my family went there one time and they didn't give me a discount. <gasps> what? Yeah, totally burned. Oh. That's why I'm not losing sleep over the fact that they're not in business anymore. Because <laughs> they didn't give you that discount yeah, that you They didn't give promised. me a discount one time. Uh, now, here's, mm. here's the really shady part about this first job. I didn't know about child labor laws at the time. I learned more about them later on. Sure. Uh, being a restaurant, uh, especially summer weekends, they'd be open pretty late. Um, I think usually like 11 o'clock might be the latest and being the dishwasher i've got to be there you know once those people are done eating uh and and cleaning that stuff and then also clean uh parts of the kitchen and and help clean uh stuff in the cook's area there were many times that i was actually there past midnight and being less than 16 years old that was illegal (gasps) oh like how far past midnight? Like, are we talking twelve fifteen? We're talking twelve thirty? Oh yeah, like twelve thirty. That's still pretty late. Yeah, and then even worse, this happened a couple times, where my boss, the owner of this restaurant, yeah, uh, he wanted me to work faster, but I was concentrating on like actually doing a decent job of of cleaning stuff at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. he would clock me out ahead of time and say, that's your goal. And so then I would end up going past that. He was stealing time from me. That feels uh, very illegal. Yeah. Even What's more, this- Bianca. Even more. When I started there, uh, he said I, I could clock in at some time. I think it was like 4.30. Maybe it was 5 o'clock. And he said... Uh, actually it was a combination of my boss and the other guy that was training me. Cause he was doing mm-hmm. this too. Cause I mean, he wasn't a child, but I think this applies to all labor laws. <laughs> uh, they were like, yeah, you can't clock in until five, but if you want to come in and get a head start on the lunch dishes, cause they didn't have a dishwasher during lunch, you can come in early to get a head start on that. Just don't clock in till five. And the, the existing no. dishwasher was like, yeah, I do that. It's a good idea. So I did that. I was coming in early, but then not clock in till five. That's the stealing thing more I've time. Heard. That but again. Mm. Yeah. Fifteen so, year old me, I was just like, "Hey, I'm I'm getting money. This seems pretty good." Here I was thinking that you had been drafted because you said <laughs> someone like approached you about a job as a dishwasher. Yeah. yeah. And they are just out here stealing your time and money. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then there was one time, I remember, I had a dispute over my paycheck amount. <gasps> what did you do? Uh, so I, fortunately, I kept all of my uh, uh, clock in, clock out receipts. Smart. Not because I wanted to. It was because <laughs> I was lazy. And, you know, when I'd get home at night and empty my pockets and just throw my garbage on the floor of my room. And (laughs) once I needed to dispute my paycheck, I was like, hey, I think I still have all those. (laughs) And they were all there in a nice little pile on the floor of my room. (laughs) So you brought your receipts. Did you get 
the the pay that you were owed then? Uh, yes, kind of. So what had happened, remember how I said my boss would, he clocked me out ahead of time. Yeah. Uh, well, he's like a lot of people gets confused about AM and PM, especially when it comes to 12 o'clock. Oh no. He clocked me out for 12 o'clock PM, which is not midnight. Correct. Uh, he actually clocked me out for 12 o'clock PM the next day, like for noon the next day, which gave me an additional 12 hours. And I'm pretty sure that when he was cutting the paychecks, he was like, well, that ain't right. Right. And so he like just fudged the numbers down some amount, uh, which then didn't pay me enough. And so then when I came in and brought the receipts, literally brought the receipts yes, and was like, Hey, I'm missing like, I want to say it was like a hundred dollars that I was missing <gasps> off my paycheck. Uh, he immediately apologized and wrote me a personal check to to pay for the rest. Wow! Yeah, a lot of shady business here. And how much longer after the paycheck debacle did you stay and keep washing dishes? Uh, I don't know. It was a while. I mean, I only worked there one summer. Oh, sure, sure. Because uh, once the school year started, I actually worked a little bit into the school year. Mm-hmm. And then uh, this this is kind of funny. Again, like being 15 and naive about uh, work and uh, quitting versus getting fired. Right. <laughs> uh, every Wednesday night, I had like a church youth group thing that my I, I had to go to. My parents made me go to it. Yeah. If I If I would have tried to say like, oh, I got, you know, I have a work shift. I can't do it. My right. parents would be like, no, you're going to the, your church youth group. Right. And I would I would tell my boss every time he's making the schedule, which I think was every two weeks, I cannot work on Wednesdays during the school year. Yeah. And they would schedule me for it every Wednesday. And uh, and it was up to me to find my uh, a sub. Well, there's only two dishwashers that they hired. That's so if ridiculous. the other person can't do it, then there's no sub. So I think it was just oh. a short while into school year. Uh, maybe like six weeks, if that, uh, that the other person couldn't cover for me on a Wednesday. Uh, and so I called my boss and said, Hey, like, I can't find a sub. I don't know what to do. And he's like, well, you, you got to come in. I'm like, I can't, I got to go to the church thing. And my boss was like, well, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going to the church thing. He's like, all right. And then, uh, so I went to the church thing Yeah. and I came in the next week to check the schedule. And he's like, what are you doing here? You quit. I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. And so, uh, so I just, I got my last paycheck and then I was like, Oh, all right. I guess I quit. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That's just how things work for, for high school jobs, Bianca. Right. Mm. So did you end up getting another job after that? Or were you just like, I don't need that stress. I got to go to youth group. All right. So so here's where it gets even better. Okay. Now I remember when the restaurant went under. It was actually during that next school year. Oh, no. Because for the next summer, I didn't get another job during that school year. But the next summer, I went to get a job at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. And one of the managers is my old boss. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to be able to get this job. I burned that bridge. <laughs> I, I quit on that here. Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I I applied anyway. Which actually, quick side note, you know, you talked about needing all the paperwork and IDs and mm-hmm. stuff to apply. I don't remember any of that from when really? I applied at this place. And I don't think I would have had it. Um because I'm, I'm not sure if I would have had my learner's permit. Maybe that would have counted, but I certainly didn't have a driver's license. Sure. Um, I So I, I don't know if maybe my dad just like <laughs> rounded up some documents for me and helped me out there. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember any of that. But anyway, all right. So the next summer, you know, I go to apply at this grocery store and the restaurant, the old restaurant owner whose restaurant has now gone under <laughs> yeah. is a manager at this grocery store. And uh, come to find out, he told the boss, boss, you got to hire this kid. He's great. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, Bridges. I don't get it. <laughs> Bridge is not burned. Yeah. Maybe maybe he just felt 
like he knew he had done you wrong. Maybe. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But uh, I got to tell you, as far as first jobs go, being a yeah. dishwasher kind of sucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh. I would say the only good thing is you don't really have to deal with customers at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think at that age, I was not allowed to be a cook. Sure. Um, but apparently I was allowed to be a dishwasher. Grant, I don't think they cared at all about what I was allowed to do <laughs> and not allowed to do. <laughs> They made that very clear at some point. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, like every night, uh, my clothes would be pretty wet from all the, like, I don't know if I was just being too aggressive with the sprayer (laughs) or what the deal was, but my shirt would be soaked. Um, I'd smell like grease because that kitchen was always very greasy. Um, It's always very hot. You get sweaty. It's just terrible. And, uh, my weekend would basically be Sunday and Monday because those were the days that the restaurant wasn't open. Sure. So like I'd always have to work the Friday night and Saturday night. Granted, you know, my friends and I couldn't drive yet. So it's not like we'd be out doing things anyway. Right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Working at the grocery store was was better. Nice. In terms that it was just uh, more comfortable in general. Mm-hmm. But I also had to deal with customers. Yep. I hear that. Now, you have kiddos who are definitely not old enough to get jobs <laughs> by current child labor law standards. Yeah. Do you even have... Even by the labor law standards of the late 90s, early 2000s. <laughs> as I know now. <laughs> yes. Do you have thoughts on what you hope their first job might be something nearby <laughs> nice so you don't have to drive them very far yeah yep i like it although you know sometimes there's a strategy to having your first job be far away if you if it's at a place where you don't want to be seen by your friends <laughs> i hear that yep i remember at the grocery store i would see my friends like bagging groceries and i was like Hey, did you do the algebra homework? Like, it was just like, (laughs) do I talk about school? Do I pretend like we don't know each other? (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to think. I know I saw my friends at the grocery store. More often, though, I saw my friend's parents. That was Mm kind of weird. Mm -hmm. I remember at one point we started offering a senior discount. And so I'd have to ask some of my friend's parents if they were of the golden age of 55. Nice. (laughs) Yep. That's yeah, the, the grocery store job did last longer. Yeah. I was able to work uh, multiple summers in a row and much more during the school year. Was the pay as good or better at the grocery store? Uh, I think it was a little bit better. I want to nice. say I was making like $6 an hour to start with. Ooh. And then I remember me and another kid, we went, we argued to get an extra 50 cents an hour. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> negotiation skills at such a young age. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if you worked on Sundays, mm-hmm. uh, I think you got an extra 50 cents or maybe an extra dollar an hour. That's great. And uh, certain holidays, if you worked on those days, you got like an extra dollar. I like it. Uh, but the really great thing for me about working at the grocery store was I could uh, just cash my checks there for money and uh then my parents wouldn't know how much money i was earning (laughs) (laughs) also that was the grocery store where i got my money orders for my ebay purchases nice nice so sometimes it would literally be i'm cashing my check now let me buy a money order so i can mail it to a rando on the internet and get my mall ninja stuff in the mail perfect uh, Mall Ninja is definitely the name of a band somewhere. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that's incredible. I I can tell you a few of the things that I remember purchasing. Yeah. Uh, the very first one I remember, I remember so vividly because once I got it, I thought, well, this is a crock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was this uh, it was this keychain that had uh, one. 
it was it was, looked like a circle like a disc mm-hmm. and one side of it was supposed to be this holographic image of a golf ball and it was mm-hmm. advertised as like it looks like you're swinging at a real golf ball and i was i was doing golf in high school at the time and that's why i remember this and as soon as i got it i put it down on the ground i'm like well it doesn't really look like a golf ball but that's okay i'll, I'll go ahead and take a swing at it. very first swing i hit it and i broke it <laughs> Oh no. Yeah. I sent like a $6 money order for that thing. <laughs> <laughs> a whole $6. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I also remember purchasing a butane lighter because uh, that was just a cool mall ninja thing that <laughs> high school boys would buy. I'm like, yeah, I can, I can burn things now. And this is oh, cooler than gosh. a traditional lighter. Now I didn't smoke or anything. So right. it's not like I used it in that way. Oh, you just and, lit stuff on fire. Uh, you know, I don't even think I lit stuff on fire that much. Yeah. I think I just like to show people, hey, check it out. I got a little torch. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not even like you were even like bruleeing anything. You weren't out here no. like making creme brulee. You're just like, I have the ability to make fire in my yeah. hand. Yeah. I, oh, I also bought a Zippo lighter because those are cool. Those are cool. Yeah. Um, I may have lit fireworks with the butane lighter. Not Sure. I don't remember. Uh, I think the next coolest thing I ever bought uh, off of eBay was a lockpit set. Really? Yeah. And so then I learned how to pick a lock. Like, I couldn't do much. Like, a cheap master lock was about it. Sure. But you but, you were actually able to get like fairly good at it. Uh, I don't know, fairly good is the, <laughs> the accurate term. But I just thought it was cool, and my friends thought it was cool <clears throat> that a high schooler yeah. <laughs> was able to purchase a lockpit set yep. off of the internet and mail a money order for it and actually receive it. That is a wild sentence that you just put together. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, another one, uh, and this was one where I learned a valuable lesson. Uh, there was an eBay auction for uh, CDs. It was just like bulk sure. CDs. And at this time, there was a store in a nearby town called Hastings that would purchase mm-hmm. used CDs from you. And I was like, I was scheming. I was like, ooh, I can buy these bulk CDs for less than they should give me for yep. used CDs. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, buy like a hundred of them. <laughs> you're you're just I, flipping them. Yeah, that, that was the goal. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't pan out that way. <laughs> uh, so I, I think I bought like 50 of them. And I don't remember how much it cost. It was probably like 60 bucks or something. Sure. And, and again, I was like a high schooler just rolling in the money. Right. Mailing out these money orders left and right. And so these CDs came and Every one of the jewel cases had a notch cut out of it, like with a saw or something. What? Probably so that they don't get resold or so that they don't get returned to a store or something. Oh. Uh, There were a handful of them that didn't have that notch cut out. And I took those to Hastings. I had never heard of any of these CDs, by the way. These were not the popular music. (laughs) (laughs) And one of them was like, a CD of uh, the Pope reading something. <laughs> that is so specific. <laughs> yeah, that's how that's how like out there these CDs were. Uh, but I took some of them to Hastings, not the town, but the store. Yep. Uh, and they were like, "Yeah, we these aren't even in our system. We we can't give you anything." <laughs> 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 yeah. So that was that was money down the drain. Oh. But, you know, you got to learn those lessons as a kid. Yep. Yep. I hear you. Yeah. 100%. Otherwise, you become an adult where you're earning like thousands of dollars and you're like, oh, I got this scheme where I can turn $1,000 into $10,000. And you get burned there. Yeah. And you just end up buying like supplements from a pyramid scheme. And Mm -hmm. it it does not pan out well for you. Uh, I remember buying a subwoofer. Whoa. Yeah. And then I actually, uh, I hooked it up to a little stereo that I had in my room uh, so that I could play the music from my stereo with very loud bass. 
That's awesome. <laughs> My parents were not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, these were these are just the random things that uh, that I bought as a high schooler. Oh, you know, I, I'm pretty sure I brought bought a switchblade also. You just went full like I there saw was, the coolest thing and I wanted it. There was zero oversight here. <laughs> <laughs> if it was if it was legal to be sold on eBay. Right. You had full access to it. Yeah, pretty much. Uh now <laughs> this That's is a incredible. side story. I I have a relative who uh just graduated high school not too long ago. And he got, I don't remember if he got like a, a child credit card number or how this worked, but he got access to buy something off of Amazon with no oversight. He bought a sword. Yo. I, I never went that big. That is, uh, yeah, that's hitting a home run on yeah. your first internet purchase. Mm-hmm. See, I, I bought the things that I knew I could get to the package before my parents did, and I could actually hide it. Uh, there's no hiding a sword. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Yeah, a lot, lot of questions are asked once that package comes to your home. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, so I think most of the stuff that I bought, I ended up either just like throwing it away or giving it to a friend because I knew I was going to get caught with this thing at some point and get in trouble. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, I'm curious, Bianca, did you have an outlet for your money that you were earning this first job? Um, Because you've heard about mine. Mine was all the crazy stuff off of eBay. (laughs) Yeah, I um, definitely tried to buy clothes on the internet and I was sometimes successful. (laughs) Um, I remember very distinctly that American Eagle was like, we we can't take a debit card. That's just mm-hmm. not that's just not how this works on the internet in 06. <laughs> you should have um, sent a money order. I didn't know what it was. Also, I didn't have a car, <laughs> so I couldn't just like drive to a oh, grocery yeah, yeah. store and get a money order. But uh <laughs> I remember um there were a lot of really great food establishments on or near campus, and I was definitely like yeah, I will buy ice cream every day because I can afford it now. This is incredible. <laughs> um, we actually had, this is uh, one of my favorite things. We had a Ben and Jerry's like little storefront in our student union. And every free cone day, there would be a line around the student union of people oh, waiting wow. for free cones. And it was the best day of the year. Is that like the college equivalent of pretzel day? Yes. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Ben and Jerry's every year has a free cone day where you get like one scoop in a cone. So what we would do is we would go through the line. We would get a scoop. We would go to the back of the line and eat the ice cream (laughs) in the line. And then hopefully we would not be recognized by the time we got to the front of the line. Very nice. Yep. Yeah. I I remember, I remember being very snack focused or I was like, I really like this sweater and their website will let me buy it. I didn't have a car. So like getting stuff shipped to me was very important. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I do remember now I did buy some shirts off of eBay. Nice. uh, Of bands that, I hadn't listened to a lot, but you know, they were, they either had a cool name mm-hmm. or, uh, they just seemed cool for some reason. I like it. And I, and remember, I wanted to rep. Do you remember which bands? Uh, so one that I can remember that I didn't listen to until after I got the shirt was flogging Molly. Love it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> which that turned out okay. Cause there is a decent band. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't remember many of the other ones. Uh, I do remember another set of things that I purchased. Uh, I bought a bulk uh, lot of hacky sacks, and then I sold them at school. Whoa! 
Yeah. So basically started the hacky sack gang at school. <laughs> <laughs> so it, how many hacky sacks come in a lot of hacky sacks? I want to say it was like 40. That's a lot of hacky sacks. Yeah. And I was selling them for like five bucks a piece. Did you sell all of them? No. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I, I was say. But, but the other cool thing about these hacky sacks is they were made with hemp. And so all the kids are like, oh, that's a hemp hacky sack. Yep. It's so yep. cool. That's instantly fi- worth $5. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I got them for like a dollar or two a piece. Wow. Yeah. You've had some very successful flipping situations and some real stinkers. Yeah. Yeah. I I would say uh, more of the stinkers than the successful ones. Understood. But yes, I <laughs> many times I would see something on eBay and I would think, how can I make money off of this? Yeah. You're um you're basically a teenage version of storage wars where you're just buying stuff on the internet and hoping mm-hmm. that uh you can you can make a couple bucks off of it. Yeah. That's awesome. Can't say that I ever really did. But uh, overall, successful first job, I think. I like it. Just because I got money. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, we want to hear about your first jobs. Did you wash dishes? Did you wash dogs? Did you wash cars? Maybe you washed nothing at all. Um, Whatever your first job was, we want to hear from you. So make sure to hit us up on Instagram, we're at coworking underscore podcast. Um, if you've got a topic suggestion for us, make sure to DM us on Instagram. We want to hear it. We're sure you have friends that are missing their random office chit chats. So rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend about us. That's it for this week. And we'll see you again in two weeks. Bye. Bye.